High School Slumber Party is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Welcome, hot ants, blip beards, new science teachers, oh, and an extra special shout out to all you American bachelors out there in Europe. This is High School Slumber Party, the podcast where me and some friends look back at our teenage years through the lens of some iconic high school-centric films. I'm Brian Rodriguez, and the party's at my house this evening, the summer school slumber party, but first... Before any of that, let's chat about your homework. This was your assignment, and I would like to see the results. Of course, your always mandatory homework is to like us on Facebook, follow us on the IG and the Twitter, and, of course, comment, and let me know what you think about all the good things going on in High School Slumber Party. Remember, class participation is a big part of your grade. Of course, also... Please subscribe to High School Slumber Party on wherever you're listening to us today, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. And of course, you could always listen on cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Now remember, once again, and I tell you this every week, please write me a review. Give me a five-star rating. And most importantly, tell a friend about all the fun, fun things we're doing this summer at High School Slumber Party, including today's film, which just came out, and we recorded it right after we saw it, and that's Spider-Man Far From Home. Now, if you haven't seen it yet, I'm just warning you, there are spoilers, so you want to pause this right here, go to the theater, I'll wait. Good, 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 good. Now, of course, you listened to last week's episode of Spider-Man Homecoming, same guest this week, Mike Manzi, and the foodie films man himself, Kyle Reinfried. But back to Mike Manzi. I actually was on his great, great podcast. This shouldn't shock any of you guys who listen to my show, because you know I go on his podcast a lot because I love it. But Third Time's a Charm. And we actually took a little break from this Spider-Man saga to discuss another Spider-Man saga. A part three, if you will. Spider-Man 3, the Sam Raimi version. Yes, with that famous funky emo scene. We talk all about it, and you can find that wherever you get your podcasts or at cageclub.me. Once again, at cageclub.me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on. I know it's summer, but the bell doesn't dismiss you. I dismiss you. Never forget that. couple things I want to go over before we dive into this brand new movie. Because it's a new movie, I think the conversation is going to take a little bit of a different tone. We can't do a deep dive when it comes to research. You know, we just have to kind of, it's emotional. We just talk about our instant reaction, our instant emotions. And I think you're going to 
Well, I think you're going to really enjoy it. Since we were so emotional, I decided to do the summary before the episode, so I'm going to read it right now, rather than, you know, I call this the back of the DVD, the back of the VHS, this is a new movie, doesn't have those yet, so I'm just going to read the Fandango summary, get that out of the way, so we can just enjoy the meat and potatoes of this one. So here goes. <clears throat> this is from Fandango. Following the events of Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man must step up to take on new threats in a world that has changed forever. Wow, that is very, very general. I apologize for even taking the time to do that, but I don't know. I'm so excited to talk about this one. Oh, by the way, if you're in the United States or you are an American abroad, just like Peter Parker in this film and his classmates, happy Fourth of July weekend, guys. We made it to another year. Somehow America survived another year. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to delay you any further. So pack your favorite jammies. Tell your mother you're sleeping over Brian's. Because we're about to get our party on. I leave you with the Go-Go's Vacation. Class dismissed. <laughs> Chris Carroll's favorite food city. Check out Foodie Films. So Chris Carroll episode. <laughs> this is, thank you for having me on in one of your rare uh, weekend of release reviews, right? So, like, we actually went to the movies. I haven't done it week of, yeah. Okay, but you've done in theater. In theater, I've done before. it with Booksmart, okay. so and I've done it with... Booksmart uh, wasn't week of? It release? was the week after. Oh, it came so out. close. It was close. And then eighth grade was, you know, that was like a slow burn. Yeah, thing, you're, so. you're thinking of doing it next week, right? And I was like, I was like, get on. Yeah, no, I was thinking of. I thought it was coming out on a Friday. We all. Did. Yeah, I know. This and all of a sudden, it's weird. Thing. This is weird. They're, tr- they're trying to get that holiday money. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you know, my episodes release on Friday, so if it came out on Friday, it would be the next week. Yeah, anyway. of course. Well, yeah. I thought it was coming yeah. out on Tuesday. Technically, came out Monday. I never heard of that. Like a movie coming out on a Tuesday, Wednesday, all the time back in the day, even once in a while now but that's cool yeah. I'm glad it did <laughs> that's for sure well guys again thank you for coming on again to discuss Spider-Man Brian Kyle 
it's been a spider month and a half. <laughs> it's been so much spider <laughs> talk. That's very true. Of course, we talked Spider-Man Homecoming on this show last week. Yep. And just uh, in the like in-between. Two days ago, or yesterday, actually. No, July 3rd. July 3rd, yes. So Wednesday. That's Wednesday. Yeah. We, Brian and I discussed... Spider-Man 3, Sam Raimi movie. <laughs> the best one. The best Sam Raimi movie. The best out of all of the Spider-Man yeah, movies. All the best Spider-Man. out of all Marvel movies ever. Yeah. That's best superhero movie, period. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then now we have Far From Home, and I try not to watch too many things for this one in terms of trailers. I'll just off the bat say, I think the trailer gave away a lot of this film. Not necessarily things that were happening. I kind of wish I didn't see the trailer. The only reason I saw the trailer was because I had to put it in last week's episode because I did that every week. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. Because I, I think a lot of moments, even in the theater, like would have been like, oh, shit, if they hadn't seen him in I mean, the, the, the trailer first. There, there's, no, there's no lack of oh, shit moments left. You know what I'm saying? Like There's still a lot of those mm-hmm. moments, but I felt the trailer did a great job of misinforming everybody like in nowadays in the in the age of just like spoiling everything in trailers it felt like this trailer was spoiling a lot but it, fair, but yeah. it actually was sort of like a red herring in a lot of ways that's like there's fair, still a fair. twist yeah there's definitely there's a lot of sleight of hand in this movie Ooh, a lot of mystery <laughs> a lot of mystery mysterio hey a mysterio. a mysterio hey I like it it that. is funny that it was like Italian origins for the name <laughs> As I said in my opening, a lot of the stuff I I did beforehand because I wanted to, you know, uh, just get rolling on the movie talk. One thing we have to do, though, for good luck tradition, is introduce ourselves. So, So, I have to tell you on air, and I have to tell Kyle this for the first time, I believe I told you on the ride home from... Joey's mini barbecue last oh, yeah, this weekend. Oh yeah, good story. This is a good story. <laughs> I was uh, I was out on uh, I met someone the other night and we were talking. I was telling her about the podcast for a while, but then later on in the conversation, where she asked where I went to high school, I was like, "Oh yeah, class of RHS, nineteen ninety seven, go Maroons." She's like, "What's that about?" <laughs> She's like, "Did I have to do that when I tell you where I came?" I was like, "Oh no, like sorry, I'm just so it's used a, to being it's on a, it's a high school slumber party." <laughs> But uh, she got a kick out of that. And we'll count that as your intro. Cool. And uh, Mike Manzi of, of Third Time's a Charm. That's of, right. Of uh, Tom uh, Tom Club, currently. Yeah. Hanks, Cruise. That's and right. Cage and all the other fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, and we and just uh, recorded Big, so Hanks is picking up. You know, Cruise is great. It's about time. I know, it really <laughs> is. And Kyle? Hi, Kyle Reinfried, uh, class of 2005, Northern Valley Regional High School at Old Japan. Nice. Kyle Reinfried. Kyle Kyle, what would your Italian superhero name be? Uh, Pasta Fajul. Pasta Fajul. Gabagool. What did they call the black suit? Gabagool? Yeah. Oh, and you're like a ghost. Yeah. We said that for um, (laughs) the Sopranos thing. We were talking one day, Yeah, what a Gabagool. The Gabagool. He's coming to get you. Um, The 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 fun ghoul could be your sidekick. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was thinking of the anti-pasta. <laughs> I like that, too. I like that, too. So, you guys both of partial Italian extraction. Did you like seeing your homeland in this film? Uh, Kyle, have you visited? I'm from, I'm from only Rome. Okay. I'm from very north Italy, practically yeah. Austria, so. Right, I'm from, we like, saw the Austrian Alps. So. We did, yeah. I'm from this part, where, uh, like the ankle of Italy, I guess. Of the cowboy boot? Of the boot, yeah, like the boot. I'm like right there where you know the leg meets the foot. 
Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, okay. But it was cool, right? <laughs> I loved how global this movie is. Well, European, at least. True. Yes. European, Correct. at least. And they love Americans. Well, there's a couple <laughs> shots of the Earth from space. So let's dive in. I mean... Yeah, let's... What first impressions, right guys? Favorite scenes? We're just going to bounce around this one because it's so new and fresh. I just want what you guys thought. And especially, well, off the bat, they're still in high school. We get some questions answered about, what are they calling oh, it? Oh, the blip. The blip. That stuff was a lot of fun. Stupid name. <laughs> no, but it's like, the it's high school great kids. for comedy. Well, it's, for, it's Which this was a comedy for, Marvel film. Yeah. Yes. It's perfect for for a Spider-Man movie to pick up because it's like taking a Prozac after like <laughs> being heavily depressed because seeing all those people die and stuff. But I like that. I like, you know, they actually showed footage of high school kids being snapped away, right? Yeah. I was like, the oh band. my God. Like the, so, and then they yeah. blipped back. Yeah, not, <laughs> not the, technically the opening was in like Mexico, but like the after the Whitney Houston and like that whole oh, the memory memorial. video. Yeah, the memorial video. Like all of that, like the high school stuff, like that's what, when I, like one watching this, I was like, wow, this is a great movie for this podcast. It just felt very, there's some really, I don't know, they're really chiming in on, like, key high school things, like, mm-hmm. the little romances. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, just the, the teachers. Oh, so I wrote it down, but I re- remembered. So you, B- Brian, was kind of, you know, we, we started talking towards the end, and you're like, save it for the when we record. And so you're kind of like, you know, our, our, our professor, our teacher. Are you more of a J.B. Smoove or Martin Starr in this movie? Who am I more like? Yeah. Well, I have, I have a Did your wife try there. to leave, fake leave you? No. See, like, all that stuff was hilarious. Like, the way they incorporated, like, students aging and halfway, like, it was like a mid midway through the year. So the students had, that got erased and came back had to start the school year all over again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that was interesting. And Kyle, to your point with the teachers, I really thought Martin Starr, like, broke out even from his character in homecoming yeah he was very martin star in that one was like more the like, uh, more Ma- martin star we've like been seeing Silicon Valley very like yeah, dry kind of like, like this okay. this was just like he's broken after which makes fine again the blip go- kind of gives everyone an excuse to be different and it, well I, th- I thought it was if, great if you survived it not he's, if you, he was yeah. more eccentric you yeah know? well he had he had like personality like yeah. there was he was an actual character in this movie he wasn't just like teacher like they gave him in the beginning with that story about his wife to give him a good good context of like where he is like, yeah, yeah, emotionally yeah, and yeah, mentally exactly. and like he is not fit to go on this school trip. Now I know I know uh, what's his name JB Smooth is not replacing Hannibal Burris. Like it's not like a different character. But Hannibal Burris was the gym teacher. I got yeah, that, yeah, but yeah, I feel yeah. like maybe he wasn't available. Yeah, I feel like that because I like it wasn't a. They it, kept saying so. It was, he was but, but towards the end, they're like, trip? I know we didn't no, have science they're, on the trip. They're 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 like an elite science. Yeah, academy. But they were supposed to do science tours, and it never happened. Oh yeah, well the whole thing got joke routed the off track, and that's why I think possibly in the first draft they were gonna. Was Hannibal Burst? No offense, Hannibal Burst. I haven't really even seen. Well, just because well, he he's a of, more like I would just say like younger kids might know him more like kids who are you know what I'm saying like, but he's kind of a di- uh, not a di- I don't know I don't know if he's heard what he did for the original Spider-Man premiere oh yeah he sent an impersonator yeah, he sent but he impersonator. does I heard he did that well, maybe they maybe they just got pissed off at him like, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Like, maybe it's just, possible maybe he got pissed off at them like we but don't know I yeah. like J.B. Smoove I just wish they gave him more than one joke because like he's the science he's a science teacher but he like thinks it's all the doing of witches and like that's <laughs> funny once it's funny twice but like I wish he was more like yeah you, you know well you're saying something I felt 
about the the film there's just it is very funny but they are they're like my they're like my old school like online dating strategy just like it's all a numbers game it's just like they're just joke after joke and so I, I I'm not gonna I can't give you any kind of like guesstimate even percentage but like it, even for me not for everybody but just a lot of the jokes like fell flat and also there were so many that I was just like I, I felt like I was missing out on some stuff mm. I mean, I did like this movie I definitely want to see it a second time not just to see it like because I liked it so much I want to see it because I think I will like it more. There's a lot to take in in this movie. It's, well, that's the thing. They're using it, you know, it's not just a Spider-Man movie, but, like, they're using it to close out the phase. It's the epilogue. Yeah, but, I mean, like, it's it's the end of phase three, right? Three, four, four, whatever. whatever. Uh, three. Three, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and they're doing certain things to help set up the rest, you know, the next phase. So, like, they, they're using this movie to do things... You know, like explain the the snap and the blip back and stuff, but it's you know lighthearted and all that because I feel like we've gone through a lot of darkness in the MCU recently, I, I and we just need that, to keep it light. And this movie is going to try and go dark at times I, too, and I'm we not just too can't happy like, with that though. We can't honestly. like really mire in the darkness too long. Because okay, look at it from my view. This is high school slum party. This is a Marvel podcast, right? Know? Yeah. So while I did enjoy the movie, I I hate that feeling that. To watch a Marvel movie now, you have to have seen the one before almost. I hear you. You know, and, and I get why they do it. Mm-hmm. But I don't need. I want the. I want there to be, like, yes, an interconnected Spider-Man saga. But I don't want a theoretical palate cleanser. You know, not everything is for the nerds. No, I think they're kind of backed into a corner in a bit with Spider-Man because of how iconic he is and how central to the MCU he is and how you know he was there before he had movies before iron man he's considered like the most popular marvel Mm -hmm. character they really have to sort of like shift the universe around his character now going forward it feels and this is just and i like this one because they didn't it didn't go too far i felt like they just did it just enough really to say like Yes, this is a Spider-Man journey, uh, but that uni- that world is still out there on the edges. Well, they really were trying to separate themselves by putting themselves in Europe and not make... And while we were seeing a lot of Tony Stark memoriams and stuff like that, it was still like they took themselves out of New York. And mm-hmm. there's just a couple moments where, like, I don't know, the Spider-Man action in this movie, like, I felt... I mean, once final. I mean, we're talking full spoilers here, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, once it was revealed that Quint, you know, Mysterio was Mysterio, like you know, mm-hmm. like was this trickster and oh all yeah, these the things. illusionist and the illusionist, and once like that whole the stuff that happened in Berlin, mm-hmm. like that was all visually cool. That gets into like a Doctor Strange, Ant Man, yeah. like almost like you know, Quantum Realm esque like visuals, like that stuff was cool. But like it wasn't really until like him swinging at the end through Manhattan, I'm like, oh, I'm finally seeing. Spider-Man, like, just, like, back in action. Like, that's what, like, hmm. the swooping shots of Sam Raimi's, like, and he, and he really stepped it up. I even remember and they called it, like, the camera didn't exist at that time. Just, like, yeah. cameras on wires and they called it, like, they had the, the webcam or the web, right? Yeah, the spider cam. But cam. if you remember from last week, this is something that they were trying to avoid on purpose. Yes, yes. I get that. But I, I agree with you. I'm so glad at the end we did get to see it. 
Yeah. Because it's like, he's finally arrived now, you know? Yeah, it's almost like, I mean, they ended up messing it up, but it was almost like, how, like, <laughs> says you. <laughs> no, 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 I was going to say, like, Man of Steel. Like, oh, that, it, at the I thought end you meant today, of, like, Man of Steel, like, if they went and they made, like, then, like, if the next Superman we saw with Henry Cavill or whatever was, like, truth, justice, in the American way, it was like, okay, Man of Steel was just, like, still him really figuring himself out. I think you kind of get the glimpse of it at the end of yeah. that. Point being, it took, like, kind of, well, I guess, f- Spider-Man in five films to, like, now... Not, I mean, how much was I saying in last week's episode, I love the movie? This isn't me, like, yeah, shitting yeah. on the movie. No. It's just, like, it's just... I mean, the fact... I and mean, we get J. Jonah Jameson, like... I mean, I don't care five films, ten films, to me, he's still a kid. Yeah. So this is all his, like, grown-up process, which... That's why we're covering it on this show. Not yeah, show. it's yeah, it's a coming of age. It's all part of him coming of age. But what I hear what you're saying there, Kyle. Though, like when I when I saw him in Manhattan at the end there, I didn't realize how much I really missed that in the last in this movie and the last movie. Mm-hmm. Like I understand they wanted to get him out of his comfort zone or whatever. In the last one, he's in the suburbs, and this one, he's all over Europe and stuff. And I have to agree, like during some of the fight sequences and stuff, not only did Spider-Man just feel kind of like a little feel like out of place in Europe like cuz I'm just <laughs> he seemed kind of like what was he really doing in those opening battles but like spotting Mysterio and like holding buildings up like he wasn't really I didn't really feel like he was involved in a lot of the action in like his first two or three fight scenes it wasn't was, really wasn't until that, that final purpose? wasn't that Mysterio's well, I mean, plan somewhat yeah but I also thought that he would do more than just like web a building or something I don't know well, I I yeah. felt like he wasn't as involved as I was expecting him to in some of those, the the sort of, like, the illusion battles. Yeah. Well, I mean, now that Peter is finally embracing his tingle, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. that's... And may, may I just say that I have a tingle for May. <laughs> I mean, she's great Marissa in this. Tomei. Marissa Tomei. Marissa <laughs> Tomei. And we had, we had talked a little bit about the Peter tingle last week, and it turned out that rumor was true. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. And uh, I love May and Happy. I love that they're together. But May, we found out she she got erased also. Yeah, I was... I I, was, I wasn't sure because I thought her and Happy got together exactly. during I thought the... That they, I thought it was going to be a much more further along relationship. And I thought that they were going to have, like, bonded. Yeah. Otherwise, I feel like Happy should have also been, like, up at the cabin with, like, Tony and, like, well, Morgan and Pepper. I don't know. Just we don't like, really know much more about Happy except he wait, grew why, why would Happy be hanging out? At the cabin. Well, because he's like he Tony's replaces best Tony. friend. No, 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 no. Oh, no I'm no, saying during, during the five the, years. Oh, like, oh, like, yeah. I don't know. Just like, like he's one of your. I mean, at least he recognized Tony as his best friend. Like, I, I get. We saw a brief glimpse. He maybe was up there frequently or something like that. But I did think that this whole Happy May thing was gonna was come like, out because, of, because Peter's gone. Yeah, yeah exactly. He went her. there. Yeah. See, this yeah. is like, but like to me, like who cares? Like, but I. I don't really. It, it's not important to me. No, it's just yeah. I, after I found out that it was like a, they just started this thing. I was like, oh, that's just you know more more of like I guess the trailer tricking me, right? Because let's and the, just... and this is the thing I hate about movies the most today. You go in already creating all this lore, and they're like, oh, that didn't happen. That's okay. Well, this okay, happened. That, that can happened. we can we talk about that for a second? Because you know one of the big um, like fake outs in this is the idea that the snap tore a hole in reality and created a multiverse. Yeah. Like, that's not oh, true. Absolutely, yeah. That's And for a minute, I was really disappointed because we had all of these theories of, like, what, how they could bring, like, the X-Men in, the Fantastic Four. It's like, oh, they'll come from another Earth or there'll be an ultimate universe or there'll be, like, a parallel world and, like, like Iron Man dies, maybe the Iron Man from over there will come over here. 
so on the one hand i was kind of upset that that is just fake but on the other hand i don't know like i like it because i fell for it you know what i'm saying yeah. like it worked like it was so, such a ridiculous story but like he said like people will believe anything and when it comes to like the marvel movies and stuff like i want so much cool shit to happen that i was like yes a multiverse there must be another twist to that and the true twist is it was just all a lie <laughs> I want to jump back to some of uh, some of the high school elements of this film, though. One of the opening scenes is back to our uh, news, our school newscast. Yes, yeah. Betty, yeah. and uh, I don't know the other guy's name. Was but it he's the same great. kid? Yeah, mm-hmm. wasn't it from the first movie? No, first was right the, was the kid from the. I was like I said that Netflix movie about Africa. Yeah, it didn't like, look like uh, the same who, kid. But this so. kid looked really familiar. I must have seen him in other stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> you know that like mem- you know the memorial video. Yeah, and then like Iron Man with the doves. And it, then, so was, Iron Man, Captain America, Black Widow, Black Widow Vision. Vision. It was such a perfect way to get a laugh and lighten the mood of Tony passing. Yeah, yeah. and like using Not, all of a sudden, I was like, re- like I was like, I started laughing. I'm like, what a ridiculous song! And I started seeing it, and the fact that like, because come on, I mean, Brian, we made films together in high school, like, and one of our, the biggest jokes was like when like this most serious thing when kids wanted to make a dramatic thing so there were so many like teen suicides in the mm-hmm. movies it's just like that like I mean I mean back then I would have used like a Whitney Houston song <laughs> if I found out that you know the superheroes of the world yeah of like, course yeah. yeah so it's just it's such a perfect use and I want to be clear with what I was saying before like about like the overall universe thing to me all the Tony stuff is great because Tony and Happy were such a big part of the first film here. Mm-hmm. I'm I for yes. me I'm treating this as the the second film. I'm not ignoring the stuff that happened in like Captain America and Avengers and stuff like that. Oh, I hear you. And Kyle, I, I'm assuming you did not prepare your what's his name Michael Pena style recap. No, I totally where forgot. We no, but again, I mean, so, so check this out. <laughs> I'm more of a neo-realism. I wouldn't be able to do it without like <laughs> racist undertones. So you need like a whole recap of the movie in that style of Louise. Yeah. I Apparently, mean, there's a video of Michael Pena recapping the entire MCU up until Endgame. Endgame wow. As Louise. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know. Some the yeah, just to the like Russo for, say it exists, but just for um, people who theoretically only watch the Spider-Mans and haven't seen mm-hmm. uh, the Avengers films. It's pretty simple, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, exactly. There was a there was a snap. It half it the life like of the universe it, disappears. It seemed like Peter died essentially for good. Yeah, Iron Man was upset. Tony, the heroes succeed, but Tony dies. He Peter sacrifices comes back. himself. Ultimate yeah. sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, much better than when Superman stabbed Doomsday in the chest. <laughs> Remember that shit? So his but, surrogate father, essentially Tony well, Stark, is dead. What they did with Tony is what I'm. I was hoping they would do from. Civil War is they used him as Uncle Ben. He is the Uncle Ben sort of role model uh, yeah, that we're getting that to teach him about his responsibility of his powers. Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad they didn't like do it where like oh it was his fault that he died. Oh you know, yeah, like, that's even that's better. It's better, it's no, better it's, that he was just like sort of disappointed or this yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, but that is cool when like Mysterio does do that whole blame. We get a zombie oh, Iron Man with the spiders coming yeah, out of his skull and stuff. Yeah. So I mean, there's just there's the guilt, not the guilt, the same thing as like Uncle, you know, like Ben Parker, like that we saw in the Sam Raimi films. There's like, still a a sense of like I should have. 
I could have done more with you know what I'm saying and that's, that's all that sure. really needs to be there for Spider-Man and, and, is to say like yeah. maybe I couldn't have saved his life but I could have done more and just now more filling the shoes and he yeah. feels that I said I looked I, I like whispered I'm like this is his Iron Man 3 moment this movie mm-hmm. was for Spider-Man what Iron Man 3 was like post Avengers for Tony, this panic, like when he's in and he's talking to the public or whatever, and they're like berating him. Mm-hmm. That's Tony in that like roadside thing with Morishim when he starts having, and he's like a panic attack, really, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So it's, exactly. you know, yeah. there's a lot of cool elements like that. I mean, so most of our cast returns. Obviously, the ones not returning are like Michael Keaton, Hannibal Burris, and, and like his, his <laughs> daughter. Yeah. Well, Hannibal Burris, yeah. Oh, that's um, right. No Michael. But, I, yeah, Michael it, it is like a little convenient that almost all of our main kid characters we're blipped yeah we're, we're in the blip <laughs> but so. okay is there confirmation was the kid the that age five years older was that chess boy i can look that up okay you. because if it is that makes it like a hundred times <laughs> but, better but, but okay, if it's not it's still, why would he still be in school yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. well i he'd be a senior right and it's five years Oh, good call. Right? Well, yeah, he still has to finish I was gonna, high school. I, I was gonna, I was gonna ask that, but we like, I mean, that's also the question. Did like high school, like obviously, that's what they said in the, the movie. It's what? like some people who stuck around, they aged five years, but we all had to restart that grade when they came back. I thought that's what she said. Yeah, but what did the no. what did the other kids do in those five years? Just I'm sure hands. school. Well, I don't know. What did that kid do? He he's still in high school, so. I mean, it's a good question. Oh, you um, know what? Maybe we missed it because so much is going on so fast in the opening, and there's a lot of gags. But maybe he was like a middle school kid, and now it's five years later, and he's suddenly in high school. Maybe it's not chess. It's boy. possible. Yeah, it's possible. I'm not too sure. Um, but you know, Flash returns, and Flash is great. I like where the Flash character is going. Again, yeah. a lot of people criticize that he's not like a, like the Flash Thompson. Yeah, like, like a, a Jocko. Like a yeah, old-fashioned style bully. You know what he's more like? He's more like Harry. He's more like Harry Osborn, like the rich, sort of snobby, yeah. conceited. Yeah. There's kind a lot of, thing. of Harry in him. I that's wonder for if sure. he's gonna goblin out or something. I, well, that's I, then during the post credits when they were doing like kind of like the face, like the, like showing each character. He then also yeah, you said he kind of looked like, like a, evil, like a lower brow kind of thing. And well, what is what does Maybe, he turn in what, the comic? But, he turns into well, Flash like Thompson that. in the comics, it takes a long time, but like he becomes Venom way down the line. Okay. But like after like twenty people have already been like, yeah, attached no, to him, but, but no, he he. He always is just the uh, high school bully, really. So, so Flash, though, I like where the character's going because he, he is still a bully, but he's more of a modern kind of bully. It's like a, it's like a mind game kind of bully, right? Like yeah, he's smarter, even like a, almost like a cyber bully, you know? That too. Yeah. And <laughs> I like, you know, he talks to his Flash mob. I love that. Like I love, and, and it's it's something similar to we saw like through that Marvel leak email. Like, we made fun of I it. I know, that's They're so actually crazy. incorporating this I, kind of stuff. Yeah, because at the end, Spider-Man is Instagram-living his swinging through the city, yeah, and I leaned over the, to you. The kid, the, the kid, like, right, that was like... Yeah. Okay, that's... Different character name? He Yeah, he's credited as Brad Davis. That kid from Homecoming is just credited Tiny. Okay. Okay. All right. So, oh, so well. who, I don't think it's... So, I would think saying. they would put AKA Tiny. Yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. So Brad was the new person in the group, yeah. like a hot, older-looking kid who yeah. was MJ. <laughs> what did you think about the fact that she's like, oh, my friends call me MJ in, in the last movie, and now literally everyone's calling her MJ? Well, mm. I, you know what? Um, it, because it was Michelle before. I, I, it's weird because I'm kind of like... I'm kind of like standoffish with this MJ for a lot, but like I feel like that's what they want you to feel from the character. Like she's a 
she's like a tough egg to crack. Like she's just very guarded and stuff. But and later at the end, that, yeah. but at the end of the movie, she has a line that it all made sense to me. She goes, "I'm addicted to telling the truth, even if it hurts people's feelings," and that's all I needed. Like she's the most honest person, like in in yeah. that group of people and stuff. And like even if what she says hurts your feelings, like it's you know, it's better than lying to you, right? So yeah. I like that about her a lot. She really won me over at the end. Okay, here we are. Beat the rush. You had to rush out. Lucky for us, we got the best seats in the house. Let's go. You look really pretty. Therefore, I have value? No. No, that's not what I meant at all. I was just... I'm messing with you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You look pretty too. Oh my gosh, opera glasses! So cute! Can I want to go in on a pair? You mean let's sit next to each other? Yeah. Parker, are you in position? No. Okay, no. Why the hell you not? don't want to sit Parker, next to me here. No, you, you just don't want to take those. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I, uh, uh, if you go ahead, I'll go grab us a pair. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm coming. I'm. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad performance or anything like that, but I guess I guess it was maybe just her choice or maybe the direction she was given as far as like giving us moments of her vulnerability and her like less guarded moments that she just felt like all of a sudden it just felt like she was playing a different character. Maybe that is her just opening up to mm. Peter. Mm -hmm. I was even just the way she was then speaking, she just kind of felt even more, I don't know, just like cliche like you know, the the girl being sit not that she was really saved in the movie like the, the you know the typical no I mean of, I don't I didn't feel that way I know what you're saying because it's certainly because she usually had, she took a very specific choice of just like how she's going to deliver her lines and to be mm -hmm. like almost you know like very I think that's some of the issues more in the first film where oh yeah exactly because you don't know where direction yeah and yeah. suddenly now he Peter like likes her and like you know. Um, was he snapped and like? I just saw. Did 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 I bring it up in the, the last episode? Like that. There's a picture of her with red hair out. Did we talk about? Or? Yeah, I thought that was going to be I incorporated in the film, on... but that was more of like a paparazzi no, shot. No, and right? there's yeah, also there's a... also a lot of the Sony posters have been so criticized. Oh, because... for their photoshoppiness. It's not. Yeah, that. Like and no, 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 very... no, it was a it was a paparazzi shot. So point oh, being, okay. I just didn't see. I thought maybe like at one point she was gonna. Ha I don't know if they started filming that her characters. In something but it's also, now you know, you know how the things look different in film. Probably they wanted just a hint of it. But no, but I was saying with the Sony posters, there's even a poster of the upside down kiss of oh, her. Well, there's a poster with, of Spider Man Far From Home, I Samuel saw. Jackson and it's got Sam Jackson on one side and yeah. Thanos on the other side, like with the glove or something. Oh, and it's I thought like, you were going to say well, the eye patch. No, that, no that, was, that was someone made that as a joke because, okay, like, because of how bad the rest of no, them no, look. But Sony purposely, like even the one I. I've been posting on Instagram. All their posters aren't things that are happening in the movie. They're just like a cool shot of Spider-Man here, you right. know. Just like clip art. It looks like almost yeah. like a high school kid did it. Like so again, like that icon I thought we were going to see it, but we didn't. That iconic upside down kiss thing. No, but I, I know what you're saying, Kyle, in terms of I think Zendaya is really really good. I mean, anyone who's watching what's it called? Euphoria. Oh, Euphoria will tell you that she insane. is just amazing. I think it's a weird pivot that like, I can't remember the other girl's name, but he was so into her. Oh, Liz? Liz. Liz. Yeah. I know a lot's happened since then, and then we're just... He did go to Now he's into MJ. So it's weird for us to see, especially back-to-back, -back, that character who was such an introvert, and I thought was cool, Michelle. Mm -hmm. And then MJ, 
she almost has to make these choices to be likable to the audience because if she's just like being a dick the entire time yeah and it is weird but they had to balance right what you're saying like the damsel in distress yes yeah. and her not being that yeah i mean she even has that line of in the theater i mean it was in like one of the first trailers or something like that like oh like i look nice so therefore i have value <laughs> yeah value thank you uh so you know there's clearly lines still being thrown there just yeah. to make us know like yes this isn't you know like we talked about the spider-man 3 how much that MJ, and I love Kirsten Dunst, and mm-hmm. I liked her performance, how much that MJ was just, in that series, captured by the bad guy, and yes. had to be rescued. I was just going to say this that. didn't really happen here. And no. an acting career. It, but, like, even in, even this MJ, like, picks up a mace and bashes a drone. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's proactive. She's not getting captured. Like, she figures out Peter Spider-Man. Like, she's got this... She's got, like, this confidence in herself and stuff, but she's still... And this she's is what I, This is what I love. It's like... She feels, and they all do, to be quite honest, they feel like genuine teenagers because we're, we're all afraid of rejection, right? Especially as teenagers. And we don't want to, you know, it's so nervous to tell your crush that you like them and everything. And for someone like her who admits to being like, you know, I keep people at a distance sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very, you know, I have trouble trusting whatever, you know you can't just have her open up right away. And I feel like they did a good job of sort of peeling the layers off in this movie, whereas in the end, she would be, you know, open enough to, like, to kiss him, right? She's the one that kisses Peter. It's, you know, like, she is very proactive and and knows what she wants in this. And so I found that very refreshing. And I did like, from a high school perspective, like you're saying, how their romance blossomed and how awkward they felt around each other. Yeah. And I was thinking maybe some of these, like, switches in her character are just stuff like that, like teenage awkwardness, teenage... You're still finding yourself. Yeah, Yeah, and even putting up a front at times, but then not being able to maintain it when you're confronted with something you actually want, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I loved the whole Ned and (laughs) Betty... That well, I was going to ask, like, I mean, we had a return of Ned. Yeah, guy in the chair. <laughs> Out of the chair. Originally, you know, okay, so something we, we just glossed over is, like we said, it's a trip to Europe for the, the smartest of the smart kids. It it's seems, con- it's right? mostly the, the academic team from before, but we're not in the academic decathlon anymore. And Peter's whole plan is to tell MJ, you know, yeah. his feelings. and Get a very he, specific necklace yeah. in Venice. <laughs> a black dollar which, necklace. Which he found in the first story went in. Yeah. <laughs> and then eventually... But Venice is known for its glasswork. So. Yes, apparently. Yeah. And, and then, you know, give it to her at the Eiffel Tower. But Ned has a plan to be <laughs> bachelors in Europe, you know, as you, yeah. meant, you guys mentioned before. Like, oh, Americans are loved in Europe. And I thought it was just so perfect that as soon as... Not as soon as, but like, you know on the way there yeah. him and Betty become a relationship <laughs> and then I, and I knew it was going to happen and I didn't care how they were going to break up at the end but like amicably it was just like <laughs> yeah. it was one of like the most healthy relationships yeah, I've ever really, seen portrayed really, on really screen really was, yeah. you know yeah it's like They're, we're really into each other like too much and like we're going to be almost the same person for this whole trip and then at the end we're going to like amicably <laughs> just split up and be friends. <laughs> I felt like there were more bit parts for students in Homecoming, but this one, the characters were definitely even like fleshed out a bit more. Mm. Um, yeah, because it takes place over the summer and it's more a select group of students. Yeah. And in, the, in, the, in Homecoming, we saw 
more of the actual high school yeah, setup. Sure. And we still don't get to know every kid on this trip. You know, no, like not, there's a not lot of close, kids. I'm like, yeah. who's that guy? And like, where's he been? And no, what's and going on with that yeah, person? No, and that's fine. Yeah. We don't need Our, it. Yeah, but the main ones are, yeah, we've got like, Flash, we've got Betty, we've got Ned, we've got MJ, we've got Peter, and we've and got, we got the new, the, then that new guy. Before, but, yeah, yeah, the, co- then, the, the, uh, the um, cock blocker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drone strike him. <laughs> so what did you think of Jake Gyllenhaal? as Mysterio and the whole Mysterio uh, character. So I really loved it. Like I, I, cause like I said earlier about the, like the trailer, it totally fooled me. You know, I know of Mysterio. I know his power set. I know what he's known to do. Right. Yeah. And the movie made it seem like we're not doing that at all. Like the trailer was like, we're going in this whole other direction. Mysterio is a good guy. I thought maybe he was like a mystic user of like Dr. Strange. Cause that's what his powers appeared to be like. I thought he was a sorcerer. And when they have that sequence in the bar after he gets his glasses and he's like, that's how you do it. I was like, fucking yes. Like it was, it was like the Mandarin. I loved what they did with the Mandarin, but it was like that, but felt like everyone could accept it now. You know what I'm saying? It was like, okay, like they are going to fulfill your expectations after all. (laughs) I love even, okay. So Edith even what what is it? Even e- e- even in death, I'm the hero, right? E- even, or, even in death, th the hero. Even in yeah. death, the hero. Is that it? Uh, no. Even something death, I'm the hero. Yeah. Even dead. Even dead, I'm the hero. I knew I yeah. had it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> a couple, a couple so of we're getting that combined with the whole barf system introduced in Civil War. Oh, uh, and we get uh, and we get uh, Christmas Story okay. Kid from you know longtime producer buddy of Tony Stark Favreau. built this with a box of scraps. Yeah, we get some Obadiah Stane. But, I thought for sure we were going to get an Iron Man two flashback, and one of them worked for Justin Hammer. Yeah, that would I be thought great. for sure we were going to get a little Rockwell but in there. I love that. Even after death, Tony is causing problems with his drones in outer space, <laughs> and like I mean, Tony and, Tech, and and, P- and then Peter is like Tony in that respect. But then I love Favreau, then like when consoling Peter, saying, uh, you know, like t- I know Tony. Absolutely, Tony was my yeah. best friend, and he was always second guessing himself. But one thing he was sure about was you. I'm like, well, isn't Homecoming? He takes the suit away, so he wasn't always sure. Yeah, well, but it, it, it's, it's like a but, very father yeah. moment. That what did that, you think, but, though, yeah. of Mysterio and, oh. and the Jill and all stuff? This is Mr. Beck. Well, you handled yourself well out there today. I saw what you did with the tower. Thanks. They were born in stable orbits within black holes, creatures formed from the primary elements. Air, water, fire, earth. The science division had a technical name. We just called them elementals. Versions of them exist across our mythologies. Turns out the myths are real. Like Thor. Thor was a myth and now I study him in my physics class. These myths are threats. They first materialized on my earth many years ago. I was part of the last battalion left trying to stop them. All we did was delay the inevitable. The elementals are here now, attacking the same coordinates. Our satellites confirm it. We have one mission. Kill it. You're coming with us. Mr. Fury, this all seems like big time. You know, huge superhero kind of stuff. And, I mean, I'm just a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, sir. Please, you've been to space. So, I love Hall. I was expecting it to get even more over the top, like Nightcrawler territory. Yeah, he, but I, I thought he, he was it. drawing from that, though. He was. He you know, he was. When he was he talking was. about, he like, was. ratings the media. and the media. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. I, I get that. 
uh, you know, I love that, you know, so they go off to the side and we see that he was, like, on the, you know, in, like, stage left when Tony's showing off Barf and he named yeah, Barf. right off screen. But, like, yeah, Gyllenhaal as Mysterio, like I said, like, once Mysterio, like, I was like, ah, there's not, like, much for, like, Jake Gyllenhaal to chew on in these scenes. And then once the reveal happens, then I was like, okay, this is worth it. He's great. Um, I'm kind of bummed if he is definitely dead, and I know we got Edith saying that he is, but... Right, he still had the last laugh. Yeah, still had the last laugh, but I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I don't... I, I it's just, hard to say, but, you know... I like I like movies, as I said last time, I like movies that were not killing her bad guys. It's not because I'm like, I need a Sinister Six movie, and we had <laughs> the... You know, I don't, I'm not saying no. that, but I do just no, like... You threats being out there. Yeah, put that's, in jail. That's what I like. I like knowing that there is a, you know, yeah. that just that exists. Well, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. It's nice to have, like, like as you said, with, uh, you know, at the end of um, Homecoming. Yeah, Vulture, like, you know, you've got Scorpion wanting to go after Spider-Man, but Vulture's yeah. not going to give his name, but now it doesn't matter because Spider-Man's name is out there, so it's all... Yeah, yeah. but it's, it, which is cool, but I just think that their long-term planning now like I trust them because I think their long-term planning now is I don't want to say it's outstanding because we don't know what it is but they're not like in the Raimi ones which they're just like throwing shit at the wall and seeing it no they, they wouldn't the end. I don't think they'd do what they did in like the post-credit stuff if they didn't have a you know no, a they many know. year plan they to, know uh, when they're know. bringing yeah uh, Green Goblin in they know who they're bringing back you know they, they have plan. they know who's gonna be and, and, and like bad guys no one, in the yeah, big Avenger movies. You know, no one ever thought they'd ever see a Mysterio in a movie because he's, you know, they really powered him up in this. Like he is a very like you know C level villain for the most part, but he's still always been cool looking and stuff. So he's cool looking, always but wanted, always a joke. Yeah, yeah, but he's always treated like a joke, and I felt like they really found a way to do him seriously. And what I really loved was when they would show him in like his Target green screen suit and stuff yeah. like that, yeah, with that, the fishbowl exactly. on Once his head. Once I got to that stuff, that was really cool. I am a little like you know the blip gives like a really good excuse for like a lot of just like plot holes and maybe helping out with that, but they never really do address because also, hey, we find out that it isn't Sam Jackson and Maria Hill <laughs> the you know, or Colby Smulders. Yeah, but like, the point being, so like, then you have to start thinking about that whole experience and them on Earth and like going to Mexico and meeting Mysterio. So, okay, while they aren't really those characters and maybe have the spy expertise and like looking into it, like the whole multiverse made me go, okay, yeah, Quentin Beck wasn't on this Earth, so there is no database, and we don't mm-hmm. know it. They just never really, there's just a couple, I feel like maybe plot holes, or maybe I'm just not picking up on it, as far as, like, why did they, why did they believe this right away? And I, and, and I can't, I can't well, accept it just as hearing Ben Mendelsohn in a funny Australian accent saying, like, oh, we kind of well, fucked up, and that yeah. kind of stuff. So I, I, I'm just a little curious, like, how they didn't figure out this guy that fucking worked for Tony Stark that was inventing this, you know, stuff. Like, yeah. point, point being, like, if he was hanging out with Tony Stark in the wings and, like, going to those events, 
Nick Fury and Shield would have had him like in a database. Yeah. So just like you know, that kind of realm. Yeah. No, the only thing did, I think did they of say is... his name for when he was doing that stuff? It isn't Quentin Beck, is it? I mean, yeah. It might have been. It might not have been. No, but... I I took it as that was his name, and I also took that as a plot. I was like, well, wouldn't but, they okay. look that up and know that he worked for Tony Stark? But then his cover story. Well, there's a Quentin Beck on your ver- on yeah, your yeah, Earth. Yeah. There's one on my I Earth. Mean, I mean, I think you guys are too higher leveling it when he puts Edith on. Mm-hmm. And he's scanning around. Yeah, certain people's like the bus driver. Yeah, redacted and stuff. Yeah, right. it was redacted. This guy probably deleted himself. himself. Yeah, from, they're that yeah, high tech. Yeah. But you know, I was saying after, like, I love the reveal that uh, Talos was Fury because there's a couple moments that fell off to me. I was like, this doesn't feel like Fury. Like when he's like, don't invoke her name when he says Captain Marvel. There's a a thing about you know Cree sleeper cells. I was like, what is this? And then there's also, like, he just didn't feel... He felt, like, meaner, maybe, than he well, would have. You know, like, he just... Something felt a little off about him, but I was going with it because they were working together for the first time. Yeah, I, and just even, like, bitch, please, you've been to outer space. Like, it just felt almost like someone was... Like, I'm not saying this in hindsight, <laughs> but it just felt like someone was like, oh, this is something he would say. Yeah, you know? like, and so I yeah. think when the reveal happened, everything... Clicked for which me, is, which again is a post-credit scene, and we'll definitely get into that. Yeah. Um, just back to like Gyllenhaal quickly. His Mysterio, like this is some of the things that I do enjoy about Marvel movies today. They were able to take it and make it something that's so modern and topical to today's world. Oh yeah, and if someone might be like, oh, it's a little corny in terms of just like deception and even drones, drone you warfare. Know? And green screens, which is how they even make these films. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, well, yeah, I like, mean, those suit he's wearing looks like the suits that you see Mark Ruffalo well, wearing. It probably you know? yeah, is the you suit know? that he had to wear, right? And they just didn't lay over the effects on it, you I know? Feel, yeah, like, I mean, they, I think they made it. Yeah, a little. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure through effects, then they made it even. Look they weren't more like ping like, pong balls and yeah, stuff. Like, you know? no, I don't think they do that anymore. It's just those great Target suits and <laughs> yeah, stuff. I know, I but, know but, but but still, yeah. No, like, you're right. They yeah. did a great job of being like, well, this is how it could work practically. Yeah. Now we've seen this for so long, even in the earlier uh, MCU films them having to shoehorn comic book villains in, and now I think they're getting better at. Like, oh, this person could actually exist in the world they've built. You know what I thought was clever? When after... Because they basically got rid of Sandman and Hydro Man in this with the elementals and stuff. And even when they were like, the water attack, and someone was like, here's a theory, it's this guy, and he got mixed up with this, and Mm -hmm. he became Hydro something. Like, I believe that is like the real Hydro Man origin that they're talking about and stuff that they're referencing and everything. So, like, I, I like the way the movies are incorporating sort of crazier aspects of the comics, but, like, saying they're not going to stick around, you know? So, like, I don't think we're ever going to get Hydro Man proper or Sandman, but we got, like, those versions of them in this movie. That's yeah, just how yeah, I, I think, sense. I think. So what did you guys think of, and we touched on it a little, the whole European setting. We saw a field trip in the last movie, but this is obviously an extended field trip. Yes, I think we've all been to Europe in certain capacities. Have you have you covered a European high school like trip kind of thing at all? Euro trip? No, 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 no. no, no. We'll do Euro trip at some point. But I I think the only foreign, like not American film, I've done is Anne on the Apocalypse. Oh wow! Like technically Europe, and that was in Scotland, so that that doesn't really count. Yeah, I thought you know pretty accurate looking European 
settings. I guess they must have shot at least exteriors there. Yeah, that was the the Charles. Like yeah, I, I was thinking it was you corrected me, but the Charles Bridge. Like I've been to Prague. Oh yeah, you've been. To I've Prague. been to Prague and London. I hadn't been. I haven't been to Venice, but I mean, I saw that in the credits because waiting for. And both of us have been to Berlin too. Yeah, and that did look the building that they go into. That looked like, don't they go to Berlin in Civil War, mm-hmm. and that's where, like, you know, uh, Winter Soldier fights Tony first? Yeah, I don't know if it was that building, I have to look at it back, yeah. but they definitely, like, that Loki starts off, is it Civil War? Or what, in one of the No, films? in the first Avengers. In the first Avengers, he yeah. even starts off in Berlin, like... Yeah, he goes to Berlin to get the... Uh, I forget what it is, but it's the thing to make the portal open. <laughs> when Hawkeye is, you know... Clouded eyes and all that kind of stuff. So we've had. We've oh had. no! He and goes, like and he goes to Berlin, and Captain's like, "Last time I was in Germany, blah blah blah." blah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but yeah. But they shot that, and that was in like Ohio. They shot all oh, of the sure. first Avengers. But, <laughs> I I did love these like again these school elements, and it's just piggybacking on even stuff you were saying uh, last week, Kyle. Like like things that you remembered on the band trips, just being in uh, hotel rooms with. You know, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, like the one they go to DC and Homecoming, like going to the pool. So just this whole like, yeah, like all of a sudden the teachers, you know, like oh we're gonna go to the opera and then wanting to sneak out to the lights festival, or I don't know, just like staying in the crappier hostel at first in in, <laughs> in, uh, in Venice. That was a great and line by JB Smooth. He's like, when in Rome, do what the Romans do. To, when in Venice, your socks get wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, LD, you yeah. lamping? <laughs> motherfuckers lamping. Witches, I tell you the witches. Witches, yeah, witchcraft. I'll tell you about witchcraft. See, that's why I can't do a Michael Pena because it'll start getting. <laughs> they knew what they were like. Once they knew they were going in that direction, they knew what they were getting with him. They're like, don't, don't be in a, like Martin Starr. Like as we said, feels like he's expanding his character. Yeah, I don't remember like JB Smooths. I'm not saying he's not talented, but he's really good at one. Yeah, one and, they, and they're like, do it. Yeah. So, <laughs> and cool. he did it. And he did it. He yeah. Did it. No. That's and that's and that's no. And and that style of comedy. And that's also why it's just an arsenal. Like just like uh, what were the, like those like old like back like when like the first machine guns and you're just like cranking it. <laughs> that's what it is. Not just with him, but the whole like the jokes in this movie. Like I like I said, I wish I brought a notepad. I would have just been like just a tally mark of just like, these, like <laughs> quick little jokes. And like I mean, there's smart jokes. There's like you know, happy we have to talk about my aunt, like, or, you know, just like, or not in jokes, that's like, just like a funny moment, or, you know, like, happy admitting, like, saying when they're all, you know, saying, he's just like, I'm in love with Spider-Man's aunt. Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought we were being honest, I thought, yeah, we, were I thought, yeah, I thought we were sharing. Well, yeah, yeah like, I, I wish there were maybe less punchlines, but what I really liked was stuff like when Nick Fury's trying to talk to Spider-Man about the mission, and everyone kept, like, knocking on his door. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like, like that, that worked that, really Those well. kind of gags work, and then Spider-Man, like, you know, like ghosting him and that kind of stuff like that works but there's just yeah there's so many like punchline like almost like dad humor going on which that, though to be fair that was always like Spider-Man's yeah he's always quippy like, and yeah but I'm not seeing but not even, no, no, but yeah. even the comics were more like that than yeah, like well, dark I, Batman I, 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 yeah exactly and I'm not and I'm not saying Maybe, maybe I would have liked it if there was like a little less because again, no, there's I just agree. certain because I, I would say my two biggest complaints would be like that, and then up until like the action in Berlin, like it just felt like Spider-Man was kind of useless, and it just kind of felt like just the way even 
I don't know, obviously even Spider-Man, like, I mean, uh, Iron Man would have, like, you know, jet propulsion be going around. I don't know, there's something about the way Mysterio was just kind of, like, surfing on this green gas that, like, just didn't make it as, like, visually, like, just the action didn't land with me until him and Spider-Man Berlin. Like that kind of stuff, but yeah, and, and I, I like the final. I stuff. agree with that. I like the final stuff on the London Bridge, like mm-hmm. that. I like that. Stuff. I agree with that, and I was even feeling that at the time, but I actually like. I think that's a choice. When you have these action scenes, what's great about them is how random they kind of feel sometimes. Not random. That's a bad word for it. Just haphazardous. Yeah, yeah, and when you think back, I was even feeling like. The Mysterio stuff was, felt so choreographed, and then it end up ended up being, being yeah. And he even recognizes that the last battle, he wants it to be bigger. I get yeah, it all it all it all works. It's and that and uh, and that's why I'll go back to one of my original statements of like, I do naturally want to see it again, mm-hmm. but I do want to see it again just because I think it's a film that will land better. Just the second, it will be a stronger movie the second time you watch it. Whether you really liked it the first time, you didn't like it the second time, you're kind of in the middle. I just think all around, it's a movie that it's best served twice. Mm. I thought you were gonna say cold, <laughs> like revenge. <laughs> Kyle, and I mean not that you're not Mike, but just from your foodie films background and and loving the film Chef, obviously a big Favreau guy. Yeah, I was thinking he was gonna be in this a bit more. He kind really? of felt like. He, I, I thought he was in it more than I even thought he would be. Because, like I said, I avoided all trailers and stuff like that. I felt that. like he was in it the same amount that he was in Homecoming. Which I, which yeah. is the most he's ever been in I No, so. I agree. I thought it was just going to get expanded a little I, bit more. I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not... I mean, it, yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't make a difference not knowing it. I just thought maybe he's, a little bit more. What I thought was interesting was, like, as little screen time as he gets, he's got so much character development. It's insane. Yeah, no, it's insane. And I said it for he's Endgame. Great. He he's ends so up good. tying in with that perfect line of, like, I'll get you all the cheeseburgers you want. Once he says that, like, everything just sounds so sincere coming from him. Like, but even, like even, the- even him saying, like, Pepper wishes she could have been here, and just, like, oh, you know, like, who would have thought they would have, like, misplaced a big check, it's so big, it's, like, mm-hmm. not, the, not the amount, but, I mean, the amount's okay, but it could be, you know, like, his <laughs> yeah, just his Favreau. Is- I, I think you mentioned it last week, Mike, it's it's almost Swingers Favreau. He's yeah, older, it's like Mikey it's like, from Swingers, right? Or, like, <laughs> uh, the movie <laughs> we love. It's my book beard. <laughs> <laughs> a movie we love, the, uh, the, and no one else does, The Breakup. Oh, yeah. Favre, you know. <laughs> him just as the crazy uh, Polish Peter bartender. Yeah. But what's yeah. great about him is, like, he feels, like, we talked about this on Spider-Man 3, how, like, these characters, you know, Spider-Man doesn't, he feels stuck in, in place. Like, MJ's growing. Like, Harry, they gave him amnesia, but at least they're trying something. With Favreau, what I liked is it felt like a real continuation of growth, where it's like, in the last movie, he was kind of annoyed he had to babysit Peter, mm-hmm. but Peter, like, really saved his ass and did him a solid at the end of that movie yeah. by taking down the, the, the plane and everything, and now it just feels like this kid's an equal, like, I got, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's got no problems with Peter, yeah. and on top of that, He's trying to like get in his good graces now because he's in love with his aunt. Like he's in love with, and, his, and she even thought it was just like a summer fling. I know it's <laughs> just so adorable. Like it just opens up their relationship so well to where it's like, I'm glad that Peter has a connection to Tony Stark still with Happy, right? Like Happy was Tony's best friend, and now he's Peter's friend, yeah. and they can sort of share in the in, I, in like yeah. And, and, and look, this is the film where we we kind of speculated this that like maybe Peter would take over leading the Avengers down the road. I don't yeah. know if he's quite the leader yet, but it's clear he's 
officially being, the heir apparent by being getting groomed. yeah by getting what's her name Edith Edith by getting Edith, but also it's like for with the romance, Happy has been best friend maybe, but essentially like a manservant <laughs> yeah. to Tony, his most of his life it seems like right, so. Yeah, we know at least since 1999 because in Iron Man 3 they yeah. get a New Year's Eve night. He's got, oh, he's got the mullet. Th- you know, yeah. and he has the bolo tie and the longer <laughs> hair. Now that Tony's not in his life, obviously it's tragic, but it's almost given him time to find love yeah. and kind of explore, his own person. explore more relationships. Yeah. yeah. With, Which is uh, why, being one of them. why again, like I thought, like, I, I know you said, oh, that's something, you know, like in the sense that like, Going in with preconceived notions, or th- yeah, you know, hate like it. that kind it's of thing. I hate about movies most today. Well, that's, but, that's... but I just thought I thought like just the way they even started, you know, the last one that was like right after uh, Civil War. He's in the car. I was like, ooh, like with the whole happy thing. I, like I just had it. I'm not, I, I had I had the relationship in my head. But even now, just thinking about it, I'm like, oh, I wonder if they made Aunt May also get snapped away too because that's just like another thing that they just wouldn't be able to fit in or just like we didn't get to see like imagine like may thinking i mean she lost her husband in this world we don't um, know what happened to uncle ben okay but well his suitcase is there and he isn't uh <laughs> so point being no like, that was peter's dad's suitcase it was yeah it was pb wasn't it isn't it are you sure it was Ben Parker? I thought yeah. it, I thought it was oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was his dad's suitcase. But, okay. Anyway, I just like imagine how much May would have been going through in those five years, and so like uh, you know like maybe they were just like uh, you know what it's just easy for easier for a story wise that she disappeared too. But I almost think it would have been a funny way to begin the movie as as far as like Spider Man's first thing. I mean I love the high school video and stuff like that, but imagine Spider Man like. You know, obviously, right away he came back and he's on that planet, and then he gets and he battles. So I'm saying after the battle, he goes back, and we're even before Tony's memoriam, he goes into the apartment, and May is there, and like Happy's with her, or something like that. We just all of a sudden see like, and it's emotional, and then all of a sudden we just see like Happy like coming out of the bathroom and like putting on a shirt, or like, or I don't know, like that could have been a funny way, very similar to post-Civil yeah. War, him coming back, well, but that's my, just all. My, my favorite thing about the Happy May romance is that um, how in the last movie you think like maybe uh, Tony Stark's going to end up with Aunt May. Like, he's got the hots <laughs> for it. Like, everyone's yeah. got the hots for it, right? But so, like, I found it amusing that um, Happy ended up with it. Not yeah. that Happy's like... He's, I mean... He's handsome and cute in his own right, you know what I'm saying and everything, but, like, it's just, like, she could have anyone she wants. I just love that, like, she finds this comfort in Happy, and Happy has the type of personality that matches her and everything, and it just, it warms me to him. I you know what I'm that, saying? Yeah. Like, it gives me a better... I would uh, do anything Marissa to me. <laughs> well, it was uh, so cute when they're on the couch, and she's like, well, it's whatever it want, we want it. It yeah. can be who knows what yeah, it can exactly. be. It might it's, be whatever. I mean, <laughs> you say she can get anyone she wants, but I don't necessarily... Well, I don't think that she I, can't. I, be, I believe, though, that she definitely, like, sacrificed a lot of her life raising Peter. Peter, yeah. Well, and I just now meant, that, like, now that, he's, now that Peter's getting older, yeah. she's got the time almost, like... Tony being dead, and they're both finding each other at this really beautiful juncture yes. of their yeah. lives. Yeah. Not that I mean, not that I'm happy or he's happy, no pun intended. That Tony's dead, 
but it just creates new circumstances for them. Yeah, all I meant really was that maybe she's a little out of his league, right? Like, that's well, that's I... what she's just, you know, summer flame. Yeah. <laughs> Don't mean a thing. Oh, uh, all those summer nights. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. Hey, no, it works. No, the high yeah, it works in this be... podcast. I know. That's what. <laughs> you know what? The one thing I thought would uh, would have been like, I loved how when Spider-Man, like, I love how he got his black suit in this, but it's not Venom and it's not an alien thing, but we could still reference the black suit. But I thought. Um, I wish we got a little more like I, I thought we were gonna like run into another group of high school kids or something like that. Like I don't know. I was expecting. Why don't four... you guys go off into a room and write your own MCU? No, movies? no. But like because... I'm just saying, like they're on a they're on a high school trip touring Europe, right? Like I just assumed that like there would be a sequence where they're hanging out with high school kids from Prague or something like that. I don't know because they're ki- because they're kids. Like they would seek out high, like teenagers. In that maybe in yeah, that or like they, maybe they did off screen. Uh, you don't maybe know. they did. One thing that was nice was when Peter wakes up in the Netherlands and he's with that, that like funny, rugby yeah. team or who are those hooligans? <laughs> you guys speak like you guys speak English really good really English. Well. Yes, like welcome <laughs> to the Netherlands. And, like, it was per- it was perfect. There was a lot of good like European like references to the people and like their culture. It was even kind of cool seeing the friggin' uh, uh, like Queens guard, or, you know. Where oh yeah, using Uzis or whatever. Yeah, with like, yeah, like M16s or whatever. Just, yeah, I mean like, they do have guns. Yeah. So, so, like, no, those are like those are the moments that like I do. I mean, all the way going back to the first Avengers, seeing like the cops and then Captain America t- coming in and telling them what to do is like those moments are always fun. Um, seeing like the real world deal with it as well in those moments, seeing you know non superpowered heroes being heroic. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I need to and want to definitely see it again. <laughs> so, I mean, we might as well talk about the London thing quickly. Okay. I think everyone enjoyed that sequence. Yeah, I it was, a, it was a good climax. I, I, yeah, I was. Um, I didn't think I was gonna like it as much as I did once I realized he was just gonna be fighting a bunch of drones and stuff. But yeah. I was like, that was really cool when he went inside the hologram and. You know, he was, like, webbing them all together, and then he was sort of using a, that mm-hmm. there was that place under the bridge with, like, that updraft or whatever. Like, I don't know. I liked seeing him be, in, in like, ingenuitive and, like, put that little, like, bomb together or whatever. And then he finally had his, his Matrix moment of, like, using his Spidey senses. That was the, cool. Yeah. yeah, his Peter Tingle. Yeah, yeah, his Peter Tingle. I mean, that is the Tingle, right? That is well, such a common beat, right? Because even like Luke Skywalker in Star Wars, the Force, you know, like in a uh, New Hope, the the yeah, it's the Force, the Force, yeah, like yeah. Just... But it's great how, you know, they never really mentioned anything like that in previous magic, Spider-Man movies. But it was that? really funny how Aunt May like they specifically threw a banana at his face. <laughs> like I don't know <laughs> if that. I know, but like, well, he's he's also the was it the dark monkey or something? Oh yeah, the night monkey. The night monkey. monkey. And I love even then in Berlin and like he comes off the train and like in German it's like, well, night monkey. He might might be a spider monkey. You don't know. Yeah. (laughs) At the Berlin Hauptbahnhof. Yeah, the spider monkey thing. I thought that was great. Like that conversation they have on that on the bridge. You were saying with the Charles Bridge, right? Yeah. That's. Well, one, I mean, if you want to talk about fakeness, how there was nobody on that bridge is funny. <laughs> but regardless, um, that conversation they have on that bridge is such a high school kid conversation. Like, mm. I'm not Spider-Man, you know? And then yeah. the, and then when he admits it, yeah. and he's like, okay, I'm Spider-Man, here's the deal, <laughs> this and that, and it's like, you know, yeah. Like, I was only like 63% yeah. sure. <laughs> I, I figured it out. I mean, something, I knew first, but it's not a contest. Something we take for granted for sure. 
and we haven't mentioned we mentioned a lot on the last week's episode, but not on this week's episode. It's just how good Tom Holland is. He's incredible. Like I forget I'm watching he's, Tom Holland. He's amazing. He's amazing. Like he's I, uncanny. I, I buy him so like fully as that character. Both yeah. Peter and Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. able to marry both. Yeah, absolutely. I think we brought up Batman and, the last one and that what, whole, like, uh, who plays a good Bruce, who plays a good... Well, you know, what really that, helps you know. with this version of Spider-Man is, is that he's young. Yeah. yeah. And, like, he needs to be young. Well, you just said, you like, really, like, oh, like, you didn't think you were going to be into it because there was a bunch of drones, but then you're like, but once he goes into it, then he, even when he goes in, he's like, oh, this is cool. Exactly. Like, yeah. it's yes. the same, like, I mean, they make, you know, like, uh, he says... Nick Fury says to him, like, oh, Tony thought you wouldn't understand if it wasn't a Star Wars reference. Yes. Like, and that even, that makes us remember his other Star Wars. Which you know, is funny that Talos movies. actually knew about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he must have had, like, some crib notes, right, where where uh, Nick Fury's like, all right, I'm going to go. Uh, if you run into any problems, here's a couple lines that'll get you out of any situation. <laughs> and Talos is just like, well, like, you know, I'm not from around here. Which one is for what situation? <laughs> it just feels like he's uh, not, he's just off a little bit. And again, you mentioned before that whole uh, him building his suit kind of sequence and hmm. just, you know. The he look is... on Happy's face when he's like, Yo. that's my tone. Yeah. No, no, no. I love Led Zeppelin. <laughs> oh, oh and, that, and then that brings it home because it is such like a sweet moment and mm-hmm. you're like oh my god this is the new tony it's like yeah <laughs> that's that's great that's great the fact that we're seeing this to me is so great because look i don't care if war machine is theoretically going to become the new iron man iron man yeah, yeah. 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 and falcon is the new captain Capped. america, captain america. Yeah. but like in, in reality it's not about like the names. It's like who's going to be the leader. And so yes. Spider-Man is essentially going to be the new so, Iron Man. Not yeah. literally. And I think that's something that they tried to start way back in Ant-Man where they say like, you know, names can be a lineage. Like you can hand down a name. You can mm-hmm. hand down a suit. It doesn't necessarily make you that person automatically. You have yeah. to really – you still yeah. have to earn your reputation. And Spider-Man, it's not like they want to put him in an Iron Man suit. You're still Spider-Man, but you stand in the shoes of And that's Iron even Man. why they took him out of like the Iron Spider, which, yeah. mm-hmm. by the way, like when he's standing in front of the crowd, just like – didn't look as good as it did in like the Avengers movies when there's much more of a CGI mm-hmm. background. It just kind of felt very yeah. And I just never the really whole, the enjoyed whole, that design in the first place. Yeah, but. the whole the whole um, uh, oh god, what's it called? Uh, technology. The um, oh god, he says it. Totally. The nanotech. Thank you. All nanotech. Just the way that everyone from Star Lord to Quentin in this movie yeah has like the helmets. That the helmet disappear. that just like. Like it's just I don't know, it's getting to be like a little too it much. Is a bit much. And then like even when you said like the building the suit on the the plane, like of course it feels like also I mean it's you know it's, it gets into like James Bond, like James Bond that has like the new piece of tech in the older movies, you know, like the new mm-hmm. piece of tech or whatever. It's like in uh, Winter Soldier there was that laser thing that cuts through the holes that they get to mm-hmm. Sam Jackson used to use twice or whatever. And then there's Barf in Civil War. It comes back. This one he's making this you know. The suit, the on, suit the plane. on the plane. There always seems to be that, like, you know, the uh, de- desk mahina. There is a bit of that, but I also, the thing that worked for me in this one is that Tony was prepping, right? Like, he was preparing because he's, I mean, we know from the end of Endgame that he leaves that message that everyone listens to as Yeah, well, but I mean, so, he also, yeah. but like, even at the end of Spider Man, like, he's made the Iron Spider suit, right? Like, he's, he's always been thinking about the long term for Peter 
you know, even mm-hmm. if we're not aware of it. And so, like, it's not just handing over these glasses, but it's like he built in in his jet a Spider-Man costume builder, right, with, like, all of his options and all that kind of thing. So, like, he was preparing to not be there one day, you know? So I kind of like that Spider-Man that has happened, all of this stuff. If you want to go into speculation. Well, during those, probably during those five years, or did, no, oh, you know what? Probably before... He didn't before, believe that he was going to get people back. It, it was definitely before, you know, Thanos shows up, like, probably somewhere between, yeah. um, like, Civil War and Infinity War. So Wait, there's, like, a year what, of... The, with the drones? No, well, uh, there's that Tony Stark was sort of stockpiling tech for Spider-Man for a day that either he might not be there or that he'll be sort of old enough and experienced enough yeah. to, like, use this technology. Yeah. And it's, you know, in that way, he was already looking at, like, an heir. It, it's funny because if you think about, like, his logic, he's not even thinking, oh, well, I guess Thor will take over or, like... No. <laughs> or Or Captain, you know, I guess Captain, like, and him are, like, at odds at that point, but... Yeah. It's... No, but even to say, like, Nick Fury, right? I'm not going to give these glasses to Nick Fury. I'm not going to give these glasses I mean, I you know, not... to Don Cheadle, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> no, but I'm serious. Cause, like... No, it's funny, though. And they didn't put him on, though. You know, I guess they honored Tony's wish. Respect. Yeah. I guess. Well, they... they wouldn't have been able to get into it. True. Good voice. point. They probably tried, honestly. <laughs> what did you guys think about, like, the whole elemental things? Like, before you even knew it was fake, were you, like, into this whole thing? Like, it feels very it just, comic-y, I, well, but it just. It's, it is one of those things that you knew there had to be more. Because there wasn't. Because it. it was. Because it wasn't way, In a way, they were natural disasters that there was no, like, controlling force. Be- there was no. They were. Caught, well, I guess that no, they do say they were just they destroyed his other world, but still there was like no reason, so yes, that they were no destroying motive. that password, no motive. So it's still like without. I mean, again, I was in the same boat as you that like we were expecting something with Mysterio, just knowing that he's you know given his comic, you know that whole that whole realm of everything. But nonetheless, yeah, like I I had it from the beginning with those elementals that I'm like, okay, like, if this ends up being... I'm like, there has to be... There's a puppeteer. Where's the puppeteer? Even and if it it's was not... Myst- and it yeah. was mysterious. Even if it's not to me, it was... What, what's the, the, in the first Thor, whatever that thing that comes down? Oh, oh the, the Destroyer. destroyer. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it was... Like, no one's like, oh, the Destroyer was the big bad of that film. Like, I knew it was just... No, they were just the, the, hench- the henchmen. Yeah, yeah. The henchmen. It's the same thing as, like... Yeah. You know, as an odd job, you know, that there's someone yeah, working like, with it. Like, I didn't guess that they were holograms, but obviously no. we all, especially with the timing of the movie. Yeah. And they're like, three of them are defeated so, in the first okay. half hour. So, so I know they were saying then they're using the drones for, like, to cause the destruction. Yeah. But and the projections. Solid state projections. But what was, like, when Peter's feeling like being, like, blasted by, like, a whole thing of water, what's making his suit? wet like what's pick like is there oh, a drum well it's sh- like actual it's like uh the hologram is like think of it as like real solid so like it's the hologram of the water is still like has the properties of the water just like I when the rock monster so, and the though, lava because... monster were shooting fire and like you you know it lit peter's suit on fire that, or something but that i don't know that's the stuff that gets a little well you like... know what i was a little more uh miffed about is like you don't think like 
Mysterio and his whole crew, right? Like he's got this whole crew to like make him a superhero and everything yeah. like that. They didn't come up with a fucking name. They didn't like all that stuff, and they didn't come up with like a name to be called. You well, know? I, I do love that. Like one of the members of the team is a writer. Yes, who came know? up yeah. with like Who's the Earth Two backstory and everything. <laughs> do we do we still need the cape? <laughs> well, it was like, great. Yes, the, Jan, like yes, Jan is one with the writer yeah. when Mysterio was like. I can't believe they believed it, but they fucking believed it. And, like, Nick Fury <laughs> yeah. never had a doubt in his mind. And, like, yeah, because it's Talos, he doesn't, you know, he's not on point. But still, it was cool. It kind of is like a showbiz comedy, if you think about that. Because, like, there's a costume designer. Yep. There's, like, CGI. Yeah. Hologram well, shit. I, yeah, I and, thought it was commenting. I thought it was commenting on, you know, sup- not just superhero films, but heavy special effects movies, right? And, like, how they're all sort of a cheat to make you feel good and like that's exactly <laughs> what Mysterio is doing he's like I'm cheating to make everybody you know feel safe or fun or have a good time or... and then his whole thing is that he does want to become why am I blanking on like what other movie that really really did that like I want to be the hero that everyone like give me a movie there's some there's definitely like a movie out well that's going on like... right now on Legion where yeah, he's forcing an, everybody there, there, to there was like a <laughs> blockbuster that definitely had the same idea that's like mm-hmm. I'm going to do this so I seem like the hero and I'm totally blanking mm. right now I'm sh- yeah I'm sure there's a ton but that's something I kind of quite liked about the Vulture was like I'm just working class hero mm-hmm. like villain like I'm just doing this to feed my family and like I've gotten accustomed to a certain lifestyle that I have to maintain now and all that kind of- and it looked like a lot of fun what they were doing um, but here we're getting more into the realm of like megalomaniac like what I'm doing, I know it's wrong, but it's for the kind of greater good. Like, I'm going to step up and be the next Iron Man, but in order to do that, I have to, like, commit an atrocity or something. Yeah, so, I like, mean, he it's was... Matt. He's, like, insane. Yeah, at first, I mean, he didn't want to kill Peter. Like he, he No, but he like... was still willing to, and yeah, at the end, no, he framed yeah. him for his own murder. So that's no, no, exactly. Crazier. But I mean, but, at that, but when he, like, first left the bar, it's just, like, he wasn't going no. to. And then once the whole... that. Then device, it got, then yeah, then the, the device got it. lost and it the got out of The next one should be like a legal trial. Like, you know, no fighting bad guys. Three hours of courtroom <laughs> drama. Peter Parker, do you promise to tell the it. truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Happy Hogan, do you tell the truth? It's just kind of funny because, like, so, I mean, S.H.I.E.L.D. is still, like, a world organization or something like that. It doesn't seem know, like it. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, but I, I still feel like they're would be, like, a world organization that knows that Spider-Man, like, isn't a, you know, a bad guy. Like, well, since true. they're bringing it to... Well, we, because well, before we it was such a how heavy it's gonna be. No, I know, exactly. I know I'm speculating, but, but since they have, I mean, made it, a, like, a global, like, or at least, I mean, you know, went to another continent that he is, and then he's already taken place on this huge battle so that Earth isn't destroyed. He is no longer just the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man that before just the same as Batman that like the police force might be going after him that's like when his dad doesn't trust yeah. him now it's like the whole well, you know I that's think, being played in Times Square yeah, I mean and, but it, you know I think the glasses probably have a video feature too and you'd be like no that didn't yeah, happen this is, or yeah. his suit his suit we show in Homecoming it records everything so right? yeah so his so suit we, he probably, I don't think I think the fallout isn't so much gonna be is he a bad guy for killing Mysterio? I think that's going to be resolved. I think the fallout is everyone knows he's Peter Parker as Spider-Man. Like, that is the bigger... Like, if they had just done that, then it would have been all fucking A. But, like, there was, like, a double whammy. So now it causes, like... People know he's a hero, right? So there's going to be that dissent among each other, where it's like, I like Spider-Man, I hate Spider-Man, but then there's also going to be like, well, we yeah, all Flash, know who he Flash is. Flash is going to be so torn. Dude, Flash, <laughs> I think of Flash, right? Because he's going to defend him to the end, 
and something's probably going to happen to like turn him or flip flash against Spider-Man. I think this would be it now, knowing that it's Peter Parker. Learning, yeah, exactly. Learning that it's Peter is yeah. going to fucking fry his brain. And clearly they're building on something that he says to like his driver's butler, like, no, oh, mom's, mom, not, yeah. mom's not there. And like, they made it even earlier like in the film. He re- said it at one point. Well, there was like, something in one of his tweets, yeah, too, on tweets, the glasses. Yeah, like, mom, like, yeah. yeah and there's also, in the last movie, you know, Spider-Man stole his dad's car, so like maybe there's some fallout yeah. like from <laughs> that. If there's fallout from Spider-Man stealing his dad's car in the first film. <laughs> Imagine in the next movie there's going to be that line, and on homecoming night when you let <laughs> Spider-Man steal your car, that was the final straw flash. Then they really have played like the long play with everything. But they're do- But what I loved about this is that Marvel is saying every movie is fair game to go back and mine and say like there was a character in the corner of the frame that you missed. I mean, we went back to Iron Man 1. We went back to, you know the shadows of civil war right off stage like i really like that how like mm-hmm. one day we can come back again i mean and they kind of did that with killian a little bit in iron man 3 but they did it with like a prologue but the the idea that like this guy's been around the whole time you just haven't seen him and to sort of justify his motive by saying he's playing like the long con or something like that i thought was really clever kyle what did you think about the reveal that now he's that everyone knows he's peter parker I don't necessarily like it. This is like I just said before. This is the one, what the fifth time we, you know, seeing Spider-Man in this world. So it has been, you know, like f- five stories he's been involved. So like, I guess they've gotten to the point where that's what they want to reveal. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just depends on what I, I just, you know, I mean, I just don't know where they're going to take the story. Hopefully they do a good job with it. Hopefully, like, clearly by doing that, they are making it that, like, now, yes, I mean, because they made it a point in this movie, you know, Ned saying it that, like, whoever knows. Mm-hmm. Like, it was it was definitely more relevant in this movie. Like, yeah, the people that are close to him will get hurt. Like, who danger. did you tell, the, you know, the thing about Quentin to? Yeah. And, like, that whole, like, tricking him in Berlin, oh, you're so gullible, yada, yada, yada. So they're clearly making a choice that, like, we have to expect in the next solo Spider-Man movie, people will be going after his loved ones. And yeah. so that's just something, like, by doing that, by making people know that he is Spider-Man, like, I feel like that's, you know, you can't not do that anymore. Yeah. The one thing I really loved about it is I kind of hate secret or secret uh, what identities. Are they, identities. Like the one thing I really liked about Man of Steel is everyone calls him Clark. Everyone calls him Clark in that movie. Nobody ever really calls him Kal-El or Superman. Like you know, he Lois is like Clark, and he goes flying off in his suit, and like everyone's around, like everyone knows he's Clark Kent is Superman basically for the most part. It seems. That's how it seems. Like, he doesn't really have as much of a secret identity. But works... Well, but that makes more sense for Superman because well, all that ever was was uh, <laughs> eyeglasses tricking no, people. No, but okay. But, but the fact that he's in a covered costume. No, okay. Yeah. So let me take it into the Marvel Universe. One of the master strokes right in the first movie is the end of Iron Man. I am sure. Iron Man. But that works no also sec- for his personality. No, he's but admitting like, that. But the, but the whole concept of secret identity, it's gonna come out eventually. So it's Better, I think it's better to do it now to say this cat's out of the bag and he's got two more years of high school and whatever else, but like maybe some kind of event will happen again and everyone will forget he's Spider-Man. It happened in the comics, but like I think this needs to happen sooner than later. I don't think you can really just like 
you know, weight on this. For, for the way that it happened, I'm 100% on board with, like, how it was revealed that, like, Mysterio got, like, in a Joker-esque way, the final laugh slash J.K. Simmons coming back yeah. in, like, this... Especially since it's the J.K. Simmons. Yeah, yeah, as J. Like, yeah, as like what was, what's J. the... Jones. No, what's yeah. the the actor? J.K. Jonah J- Jameson. Yeah, J. Jonah oh. Jameson is at, the is the is played by J.K. Simmons yes. again. Yes, yeah. so which is great, and it looks like this is a post credit scene, by the way, the first post credit scene. Yes. And it, yeah, I thought it was just going to end with her, like it was going to be an easy one, like her being like, "I never want to do that again." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which again, we see the Daily Bugle, and it looks like now it's like a. News it's like network. a TMZ online kind of thing, right? Yeah. Well, maybe I, not so much TMZ, no. but it's like an online hard news. I don't know. That was like, a, it's possible. Yeah, I'm not sure. We'll see. Oh, I but, thought it said .com. But yeah, it did say .net. Okay. Like yeah. Dailybugle.net. But we'll see what it ends up being. Yeah, because, uh, you know, even NBC has like a online. Yeah, it could be something like Fox News or it could be something like. It's probably be more like Fox News. Uh, that feels like the Daily level. Bugle. <laughs> that, that's for sure. Now, you mentioned something, Mike, two more years of high school, but do you really think they're going to make two more Tom Holland, Spider-Man high school no. films? Uh, oh. Not only do I think they're going to make two more Tom Holland high school Spider-Man films, I think they're going to make like eight more Tom Holland as Spider-Man oh, MCU yeah. movies. No, of course, like, of course. No, I, That's that, a given, but yeah, I'm talking about are two... we staying in high school or is this going to be the end of No, I think they're going to figure out a way... Maybe Peter has to go to like a different school now, right? Because his secret identity is revealed, or so he has to be homeschooled, or I yeah, don't, I don't I mean, know what's going to happen. It's revealed like, to everyone. It's not revealed just. If anything, he's going to be like moved up to the like Avengers facility or something like that. Yeah, I mean that's or wherever it is after it was blown. So, I mean, I, would I like to see more high school films? I don't think they're going to. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think we I are would, getting back there. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Because... I think we're getting one more high. No, they they said they said a while ago. And I know plans can change, but like they wanted like every year to be a like. Plus, here's the thing: just because people know your secret identity doesn't mean they're all out to get you. Like some people are going to want to be his friends, some people aren't going to start going to ignore him. Like no, I don't no, feel I know. like and that's I don't where feel Kyle... like too much. I mean, things are going to be different. Things are going to change for sure, no doubt. The status quo is you know being rewritten and everything. However. It's not the end of his life necessarily. No, but I think it could. That's a Kyle. I, I don't. I'm not disappointed, but I kind of. You're just more. pigeonholing yourself a little bit yes. story wise. And I'm, I agree I'm more saying. with what you're saying. That if that doesn't of... happen in the next film, that someone goes after like Aunt May. Well, I feel like it needed to happen because it's never happened in a it, Spider-Man movie before. But that see, oh, this is pissing me off because who cares <laughs> if it's never happened in a Spider-Man well, movie? Well, because you got to just look at a movie for what it is. No, but because I also feel it doesn't like need it's, to happen. Well. I feel like it kind of does. Like I feel like it now is an integral part of his character is people find out he's Spider-Man and then it's like what do I do now? Like how can I have anonymity? Like anonymity? Like how can I get out of the spotlight of this? Like is this my whole life now? Like everything is going to change for him and I like that it's been forced upon him well, in this moment. Which is again, I guess since they're keeping it in like he's a kid in high school and obviously, he's already had bigger fish to fry, even than everyone knowing his name. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been—he has been killed in this world, yeah, technically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I guess I still wanted a bit, like leaving that part of innocence for the high school experience. Well, I think yeah, it's and, I, be and like... I agree with that because I think that now, if they do want to cut the high school thing short, 
they have their excuse, you but know, wouldn't it, go to high school. But what about, what if he's hard Harry now? What if he's just a celebrity in high school? He's like, you know, like, he's just a celebrity. Yeah, fine, but I mean, and I know, like he I has know to, to talk about realism that. in these movies is silly, but realistically, why would he still be in a public school? Well, he's not in a public school. It is he a public go, school. He, but he goes to like a super but science school But it's still, a, it's still a public school. Well, I don't think that, I mean, also nowadays kids... I don't know that it, they were a lot of them. It's going to bother them that Peter Parker's Spider Man. I think it's going to be more for but the, even, even his, for his safety. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what it, it they, just, they it, got a plan. I just don't. I, I don't mind the choice as a Marvel fan, as someone who wants more high school movies. <laughs> it, it, no, I'm serious. No, I hear you. And this is what I like about the series. It does worry me a little bit that they're pushing that. Well, I mean, this movie technically didn't take place a lot in high school right but you're still no, but, down I mean, with it because they're high school show, age not just like... no but that's what i'm saying like as long as he's still high school age you could keep covering spider-man movies i mean no i'm not gonna do it if there's like zero high school well, Ned will still it. have to go to school and stuff right yeah. and and zendaya will have to go to school yeah but if it's just if, if we just develop into something where it's just we see ned for two seconds in high school and spider-man's moved you're, on you're worried that this has become like the raimi verse after the first movie where there's no, no more school tone, he's out but, of, but also amazing spider-man I disagree. Like, I don't think it needed to happen. It was a choice they made. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. if you're I happy with that, that fine, but yeah. it didn't need to happen. Yeah, I personally liked it because I think, like, it, it opens up a new avenue for the next movie. And, you know, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I personally like the choice, but I agree. I don't think it was necessary. I think they already, with, the, with turning him into a villain, that was a step enough. It was either, you know, they could have done either, one or the other. Maybe yeah. it was a little over overkill That's, that they did both. That, yeah, I think they kind of doubled down with that. Yes. It should have been, because it seemed like kind of people were getting excited by Mysterio. There should have been just a little bit more that, yeah, that you then have this J. Jonah Jameson, like, showing, like, you know, putting out there that Spider-Man's a bad guy or yeah. something like that. I mean, I was just so shocked by the reveal of J.K. Simmons. That <laughs> could have been enough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and quickly we've been alluding to it, the other... Um, post-credits. The other post-credits scene. So the scrolls, man, secret invasion, almost like well, not really, not really. But, the, but <laughs> we we learned that Talos and maybe that's his wife. I'm not sure, maybe. but like they've been impersonating Fury and Hill, and I loved that. I I got a, such a kick out of that because, like I was saying earlier, it kind of like I felt Fury was a little off in this, and he had a couple of lines that didn't make sense, but that brought everything together. Yeah, I love it too. Like clearly, I mean, they they kind of make it that like I guess Nick Fury just needed. <laughs> a vacation of sorts. And the theory is he was, though, actually at Iron Man's funeral. Oh, I would yeah, say yeah. he's at Iron Man's funeral. Then he talks to Carol Danvers and is like, can you, like, man, I, like, I'm sick of this, like, bullshit. <laughs> like, I was just snapped away. Like... Yeah. Because... And, this... and, and you have to imagine some stuff that Talos is saying as Fury, just like, I used to know everything. I come back. Yeah. Like, that is... Nothing. That is Fury saying that stuff and probably said that to Talos and was just like... I need a vacation. Let yeah. me go on your freaking spaceship. And, he got for, a little bit for of... me. They, I think they though made it not too important. You know, mm-hmm. like it's not like an essential thing. Like, oh God, what right, are you going to do? No, he ends it's up not... by being like, "Who took my shoes? Like, I need my." Yeah, shoes. it's not always going to be Nick Fury. <laughs> and that is something for guys like you, where if you're staying for the second post-credit scene, you right. probably really care about all these movies. Right. right. We saw half the theater leave. Yeah. And for them, it doesn't fucking matter if that happens or not. True. Yeah. So, th- what they're able to do with these movies is they're almost too layered. They have mm-hmm. all the like jokes and all like the lore for the people who are really, really into the lore. But I think a kid can go in there and watch it. Oh, absolutely! There were a lot of kids there. What I really uh, liked about that 
end stinger with with the scrolls and stuff is like he only commissioned them to give Spider-Man the glasses. Like, all that other stuff <laughs> was never, like, accounted for, you know? So I love the idea where he's like, well, I kind of have to pretend to be you a little longer than I expected, yeah, and, like, and I may yeah, not have got gotten it, it what right. Do you, what do you say? Like, like, went off the rails or whatever? Yeah, <laughs> went off the rails. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, pretty, it was it was funny, Ben Mendelsohn again, like, that was a, that mm-hmm. was a great surprise in... He's awesome. uh, Captain Marvel, that you know these ugly aliens that have been known for a long time in the in the comics, mm-hmm. and it was expected. Like, what's going to come after Thanos when all you when you have guys like us that are just speculating, speculating? Oh, it's definitely going to have to be Secret, secret Invasion after this. What's going to be the next big thing? But like, clearly, that's not. I mean, still it could happen. You could have those scrolls weren't all the scrolls in the world. Right. Clearly there's also this big spaceship. Like we saw them with the Ravengers in Guardians of the Galaxy two that there's bad ones and Yeah. You know, there's co- factions. You know, yeah, factions, exactly. Uh so nonetheless, like that could still happen in some kind of way, Secret Wars. But it's also a fun way it's just I don't know, it's kinda I mean, hey, we saw the trailer we saw for uh, you know, before Spider-Man for Jumanji two, they're giving uh the Rock and uh Kevin, Jack Black and, and Kevin Hart, uh, Kevin Hart, like, the options to act, you know, like these other actors, these other characters. <laughs> so you're get you you have the possibility of those fun routes now of you know like, you know Samuel Jackson knew he could play it a little bit different because. Uh, while some post credits are filmed, like even notoriously the shawarma was, you know, like after the film debut, like that didn't show like on the you know opening night or whatever, or you know the you know I'm talking about like Chinese the premiere, theater, premiere. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and so I think that was a post credit scene they knew they wanted to do and probably gave that direction to Samuel L. Jackson. I would think, but nonetheless, yeah, that makes sense. It's just that that's the kind of fun stuff that you know. I mean, and you know that the world building that I enjoy. And it was a fun reminder, even though Captain Marvel did just come out in March, that's just like, the, you know, scrolls are out there. And like you said, they mentioned the Kree for a second too. It's just, you know, good reminder stuff. Yeah. And this is again, higher level stuff, but I didn't want to talk about it in terms of it. Yeah. It's, it's less about Spider-Man. Yeah. And it's high school and it's, yeah definitely less about stuff. Spider-Man and less about high school. Yeah. <laughs> but it is something, like I said, yeah. I think these movies now are trying to cater to like, base level fans and really inside baseball right. fans at the yeah. same time. And I think they really are enjoyable the f- for both. Yeah. Last thing I really wanted to say about the movie, another great looking credit sequence yeah. with a vacation song yep. playing over it. Um, or just even coming back to the high school and playing another Ramon song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want to be your boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's great. And I guess we should say, you know, Ned and... Um, Betty. Betty. Yeah, Ned and Betty broke up, but it seems like it's plutonic. Peter and MJ are a couple now, yep. holding hands and, and you know, swinging around the city, kissing. So, so I think we're gonna go into the next film with them dating, unless they pull like a National Treasure. Yeah, too, she knows he's not a bad guy, right? So at least she's in his corner. Yeah, her. Yeah, her face. Yeah, because she was. Stand, he just dropped her off, and then we're in like that was like Times Square, pretty much, right? Where you No, about Madison Square Garden. Oh, it was Madison Square Garden. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, you always wanted the square Madden. Yeah. Rush Hour 2 reference. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, she knows... Obviously, like, important people that can help him still know. Like, happy, yeah, like, like happy, Aunt May's not going to be happy, like, you're a killer? Well, yeah, whether, whether it is going to still be the, the scrolls playing Fury and Hill, like, they know, Fury does know, 
Captain fucking Marvel knows, like Doctor Strange knows. Yeah, like, these important people know. do know. So again, that's like with knowing that, that gets me into like, ooh, I wonder then how it will affect him. Besides, then like, again, people that do want to hurt him, mm-hmm. that now know they can get to him via. You know. As long as he can get his homework in and pass those finals. <laughs> Just gotta. I'm okay. Just gotta get okay. those SATs. So you know, we do things from A to F now. Uh, Mike, as the resident senior, why don't you go first? Um. Yeah, I give this like. Uh, let me see. I had a lot of fun with this one. Mm, I'd say it's probably. Mm, I give it around like a B plus, but my enjoyment level tonight was like a straight A. Like, I had so much fun at the theater with you guys watching it, like, being Oh, there. you were having the most fun in the theater. <laughs> when when it, they revealed uh, that it was Peter Parker, you were going nuts. Oh, at the end there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was clapping. I loved that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, when, when we found out, like, Talos was back in town, like, I was clapping. I love all that. It's like, I'm the guy they're doing that for, you know? I'm the inside Marvel guy uh, as well. So, and I really feel like they've, Man, you know, ever since Iron Man two, they really managed to find that balance a lot better when they want to sort of uh, have their movie and then have their, you know, threads for the have greater the universe. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I think they're finding a yeah, I mean, much ma- better way to do that. Yeah, I mean, they made their decision. I mean, Civil War in the com- every everything is different than mm-hmm. the comics. Civil War in the comics, a big thing is revealing identities. Is revealing Spider Man's identity. Exactly, yeah. and that they made it much more about the Sokovia Accords and all that. So, like, they are adapting little things here and there from the comics, and that's yeah. fine, but, yeah. But uh, I'll, I'll give it a B um, with ex- expectations for that, for the grade to maybe, uh, you know, I'll come back and grade it on a curve. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it'll, and, and the, and the, so then it will, it will go up um, upon, you know, maybe. Well, next time you're on, I'll ask yeah. for if you want to do a grade change. I'll, 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 since Manzi gave the experience, I'll say a. Um, is there anything between a B plus and an A minus? I kind of want it in like that realm of like I I, I have fun watching it. <laughs> uh, yeah, a B plus plus. Um, so yeah, nonetheless, yeah, eighty nine. Definitely want it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Eighty nine point five, and the fucker teacher isn't rounding up. Uh, so yeah. I, I I still really did enjoy it. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's a good score. Yeah, yeah. I'm giving it an A minus. I, I liked Homecoming a little better, maybe because again I'm looking at it from a high school lens. But I I had a great time. I thought it was great. I don't have I think as high expectations, um, or no expectations is a bad word. I had high expectations. I don't think I have as high standards. Investment. Not investment. I think standards as you yeah. guys for what I want to see in these films. I just kind of want to have fun at this point. Mm-hmm. And I had a ton of fun, and I liked, you know, all the characters, and Tom Holland is amazing, and I hope they do stay in high school. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, so far, a lot of reviews coming in, even as we speak. Oh. 98% by the audience. Wow. 93% wow. by the critics. Wow. So everyone's really seeing this and loving this film. So I think we were even below what people are saying so yeah. far. So Yeah. Good for this film. I'm glad that they're making Spider-Man movies that people are really, really enjoying. Because that's what it's about. Screw yeah. the critics. I'm about the audience thing. Yeah. With, with Marvel films. Yeah. yeah. And I and so, I, I mean, I think it'll, it will happen. Um, you know, forget the reveal or that everyone knows that he's Peter Parker and stuff like that. Because those are post-credits I'm, anyway, if you think about it. Post-credits. The first post- one matters more. 
than the second one. Yeah, two yeah, are yeah. Spider-Man story. Oh, wait, oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, but I'm just, I am happy. I want him back in, I know he's, I understand he's from Queens, but I want him swinging around Midtown. <laughs> Absolutely, and I love seeing that this time, so, because that that's, that's, the, that's the coolest part of Spider-Man. It was so yeah. cool to know, like, when they, in like, that post credit scene, when him and Zendaya sit, like, get to the ground levels, like, it's so cool to be like, oh, I've, I've, like, been there a thousand times, like, right where they're shooting that scene and everything. Like, it just, you know, you knew it was New York. It felt so authentic because it was real and everything. And, like, it just did feel like he belonged in that setting so well. It looks so And he's great. growing up. It's almost like, you know, you don't grow up in Manhattan. You're yeah, you grow up out, go to out of borough, right? right? Yeah, now that he, I mean, he's been to Europe, he's been to space, as they he's say. He's meeting MJ for a date in Midtown, yeah. <laughs> it's cool. It felt cool. All right. Guys, thank you for watching the film with yeah, me. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Immersing ourselves in Spider-Man for a good uh, week and a half here. And, you know, it was super fun. It was super fun going to the movies with you guys. Yeah. Anything you want to plug, your shows, or what's coming um, up, or, or your things in your life? Uh, this things in week my life. Covered, uh, <laughs> this week for... Uh, well, happy 4th of July, everybody. Happy 4th. Yeah, happy 4th Have of July. Have a nutcracker. Um, and so every, every American. Well, no, everyone. I, well, a lot of people in the world. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, going to make the Europeans love us even more. Kyle. Exactly. Well, they're just speaking a lot of Germans, so yeah, it's okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, jeez. But anyway, uh, for Fourth of July, in honor of our independence, I covered a, a brilliant American film. Uh, you know. Written by Canadians, a Sausage Party. So ch- <laughs> check it out. Uh, <laughs> Who's your guest? Uh, Michael Ween. He is a uh, a, a friend. Yeah, exactly. Ween. We didn't even make that joke on the episode. <laughs> I'm impressed with you, Kyle. That's a low hanging fruit that you did not grab. Yeah. Bravo. So, okay. I didn't grab the Weiner. Michael um, Ween. Who is he? Michael Ween. Uh, he went. He went. Went to Rampo. Knew him from college. And he's a uh, musician, uh, runs a recording studio in the city, is, you know, doing some cool things. He's uh, was helping out with a new uh, kind of venue in uh, Suffern called Rhino, where they're doing like, open, mi- yeah, doing, uh, like open, open mics, a lot of uh, comedy and music and stuff like that. So... <laughs> Point being, he was a fun guest. He's really a funny, creative guy. So it was cool. a, good, a good guest to have for a funny and creative film. That is Sausage Party. Cool. And yeah. you, you've been having some good guests. I gotta steal some of your guests for the slumber party here. Maybe. 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 Maybe I'll just. Maybe, maybe. maybe, maybe there'll be a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great reveal that all your guests are just you. Me like, doing like I'm a fantastic yeah. vocal like, artist. Bravo! <laughs> and like you're coming up with all these characters yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> about awesome. third time to charm Mike I should, Tom try, Tom that. Club, I should try that for an episode now like... <laughs> yeah so uh, Tom Tom Club every other Friday Fridays are for fun um, check out me and Joseph that is Joey One Joe One over there uh, we do Tom Tom Club and Hanks for the Memories where we are alternating between the Tom Cruise and Tom Hanks filmography Tom Cruise right out of the gate incredible his movies are all Awesome. Tom Hanks took a little Especially while. Especially cocktail. It's a great movie. Okay, maybe not cocktail. <laughs> uh, I had soundtrack. a lot. Of, I had a lot of fun with that movie, but it's not that great. But uh, Hanks, we just uh, we just recorded our big episode, so that should be out 
next week, I believe, or the week after. But uh, check that out. We did Far and Away with Cruz and Kidman. That was a lot of fun. Ooh. That was a great episode. Um, what makes the Hanks episode so big? That it's the movie Big. <sighs> Boom. Mind blown. Can your mind even comprehend? Uh, and then... Catch me for now still over there at Third Time's a Charm, chipping away at the <laughs> third installment of a franchise, whether it be a film or WrestleMania 3 or, you know, I even got video games on the list and stuff. But uh, Brian, you were recently on there because you're my unofficial co-host this year. <laughs> and uh, we, we uh, my lap. chatted a little Spider-Man 3, a little Venom, a little Sandman. We a ordered little, number three at McDonald's. Something. We got the number three off the Chinese food menu. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we just went three for all. So, you know, for now, you can check me out over on Third Times of Charm as well. That's the third of every month. And this month is Spider-Man 3 because it's Spider-Month. We're just, yeah, we're going all out. You guys should... I'm tingling. <laughs> you guys Peter should Tinker? do a collaboration episode. Where you just go to different places, order the third thing on the menu. Yeah. And just see what it is, no matter what it is. We can do a vid. Yeah, that would be a good video. Like. <laughs> yeah. Not a bad call. And there will be, there's the trip to Spain, which now they're doing uh, trip to Greece. But all right. They're doing Spain. a fourth? Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Let's swing out of here. Thwip. <laughs> Big America-sized. America sized thank you to Michael Manzi and Kyle Reinfried, the foodie films man himself, for hopping on and doing this almost two parter of Spider Man with me. And you know, those guys are always great, they're always great together. They're actually my first guests together. If you haven't heard our first set of episodes on the film Better Off Dead, I suggest you check those out. You can find them of course at cageclub.me or wherever you get this podcast today. More importantly though, Thank you guys out there for sticking it out and listening to our episode on Spider-Man Far From Home and going to the theaters. This is an exciting movie. A lot of people seem to like it. At least that's what the Rotten Tomatoes say. I don't know. That's what I hear. But if you didn't really like our take on it, guess what? The aforementioned Cage Club Podcast Network has a show with actual experts, and they had an awesome, awesome, awesome recap that I listen to, much smarter than I am in the comic book world. That's HTML, Husbands Talking, more or less. And their Spider-Man Far From Home post-episode is great. Again, you can check that out, too, on cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Or wherever you get your podcasts as well. Real change of pace for next week, I'll tell you that much. We're bringing back one of my favorite guests. She was on our Peggy Sue Got Married episode. Kate Hudson, and we're talking about a fun film, a different film. You're going to love this trailer. Just one of the guys. Cherry's a girl who wanted to be taken seriously. I am going to be a reporter. But her body kept getting in the way. Pretty girl, you could be a model. Sometimes I just wish I were a guy. Well, you know, the male body needs sex at all times. It's a living hell. So to prove to the men in her life she had a mind... Terry decided to try life as a guy. How do I look? Dashing. My zipper's open. That was the dashing part. What a fox. Dresses like Elvis Costello. Looks like the karate kid. I'm gonna get him. Today's woman has the freedom to be just as sick and perverted as us guys. She learned their secrets. 
I have surprise jock inspections three times a week. A word to the wise. And data their women. Yeah, but I got this one rule. I never go out with girls who say bitch. Now the question is... What's going on? Wait, it gets better. Can a girl tell the boy she loves... Terry's such a stallion. Go on, show me Harry Chet. She's not the man. He thinks she is? Wait a minute, are those what I think they are? Yep, it's one of a kind. My bro. Just one of the guys. She's confused. Of course you're confused. You're wearing my underwear. Ooh, that's going to be a fun one. I can already tell that's going to be a very, very interesting movie. Once again, we come out every Friday, but tell a friend, subscribe, like, rate, review, all that jazz. Just one of the guys. But today, first of all, sorry for all the commotion. It's 4th of July weekend, and the slumber party is a little rockin' today. So, my apologies. But I leave you with... Hmm, what should I leave you with? Oh, how about that Ramones song? What was it called? Something Boyfriend? I Wanna Be Your Boyfriend. Queen's band, Queen's superhero. It makes sense. Later, dudes. Embarking tomorrow. My green ears and green got my pointy ears back. Yeah. I can't believe nobody's figured it out. <laughs> well, humans, you know, <laughs> what are they going to know? We got off the train. It's, it's just terrible. <laughs> just get that flogging away from me, those flogging. <laughs>